2: You're listening to In the NoCo, a daily slice of northern Colorado news and happenings. It's Friday, October 6th. I'm Erin O'Toole. For the last few decades, a small but growing number of states have begun observing Indigenous Peoples Day, a holiday to honor Native Americans and celebrate their histories and cultures. In some places, it's celebrated in lieu of Columbus Day. In other places, both are observed on the second Monday of October. It's not currently a federally recognized holiday, although in 2021, President Biden signed the first presidential proclamation of Indigenous Peoples' Day. To learn more about its significance, we reached out to Susan Faircloth. The former professor led Colorado State University's School of Education. She now runs a consulting company in Fort Collins focused on American Indian education. She's an enrolled member of the Kahari Tribe of North Carolina. Our conversation began with a land acknowledgement that included a deeply personal connection to her family. My family and I moved here about five years ago, and one of the things
0: that really stuck with us is that we have a daughter who is then eight. She's just turned 13, um, and we adopted her when she was a day old. Um, We adopted her through the the Indian Child Welfare Act. Her One of her birth parents is an enrolled member of the Cheyenne and Arapaho of Oklahoma. And so when we moved here about five years ago, we were really struck by the fact that Fort Collins, the city from which I'm joining this conversation, and Colorado State University are located on the traditional homelands of the Cheyenne, the Arapaho, the Ute, and and other nations and tribes. And so for us, it was almost a coming home of being able to bring our daughter back to the homelands of her people, of the Cheyenne Cheyenne and Arapaho, even though they had been relocated um, and in many cases forcefully relocated to Oklahoma many years ago. And so again, as an indigenous person and particularly with Indigenous Peoples Day coming up, it's critically important to give recognition to the land Um, that we're on and the people um, whose lands these were the homes of.
2: I appreciate you starting us off with that acknowledgement. And I know your daughter's only 13 now, but I have to think she'll appreciate growing up, understanding the significance of that history. Well, this coming Monday, many cities, local governments, a growing number of states will celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day. Could you talk about why this is important? For me, Indigenous
0: Peoples Day is it's there's a lot of conflicts right around it because it is celebrated in many places on the same day as Columbus Day is celebrated. Um, for me, I can't necessarily speak to the importance of Columbus Day um, because that's not a part of my culture, right? Um, I can speak to the importance of Indigenous Peoples Days because we are the original people of the United States. We were here long before Columbus ever arrived. We were here long before um, the colonization of these lands. And our people have had to live and experience the long-lasting impacts, right, of settlers coming into these lands that are now known as the United States. And in many cases, Native people were either forcefully or incidentally killed off because of diseases, because of war and fighting and conflicts, because of forced removal from our lands. So for me, it's an opportunity to think about uh, not just our history as people who were here on the land, but it's an opportun- opportunity to recognize that we are a strong
2: and a resilient people. What would you want non-Native people to know or to think about on Indigenous Peoples Day? I think first and foremost,
0: I would want them to know that we're still here. I would want them to know that we are not um, people that should be presented as caricatures. We're not uh, people who wear costumes. We're not something that should be portrayed as um, you can dress up as a Native American, right? In schools, I don't want Native people to only be talked about during um, Indigenous Peoples Day, or during November and Thanksgiving, which is typically the time that schools remember that Native people were here or are here. Uh, I want us to be included in the curriculum throughout the year um, and not just to be talked about in terms of the bad things that happened to us, but the fact that we've had American Indian astronauts, teachers, lawyers, doctors, professors, and we have strong and vibrant cultures.
2: Yeah. and we in the media uh, tend to talk a lot about problems in Indian country. Could we talk about some recent hopeful developments or uh, maybe something you would like to highlight? Yeah, I mean, I think we certainly
0: do have to recognize that we have some of the highest rates of diabetes, of heart disease, of high blood pressure, of suicide, of our students being pushed out of school or students dropping out of school. Those are all certainly facts, right? Some of the highest rates of poverty and poor living conditions. But I think some of the things that we should also be um, acknowledging is the fact that we have 30 plus tribally controlled colleges and universities across the United States. Um, In Denver, we have the American Indian College Fund. Um, which helps to support American Indian, Alaska Native students going to colleges, not just tribally controlled colleges and universities, but colleges and universities across the nation. Um, As I said earlier, we've had an American Indian astronaut go into space. We just had the first American Indian woman, um, you know, who was commanding a space mission. I think all of those are things that are really important um, to celebrate. And we also have, um, tribes that are engaging in gaming and other economic activities, and they're taking those monies and reinvesting them in their tribal communities in health, education, and welfare. So there's there's also uh, movements to think about um, our foods, Indigenous food ways, right? And being able to go back to our traditional crops and thinking about our health and well-being. So there's numerous examples of ways in which we're
2: really excelling and thriving. You're a member of the Kahari tribe. Uh, given your Indigenous roots, I'm curious what you think about when Indigenous Peoples Day comes around. How do you commemorate the holiday?
0: I mean, for me, it's more of a of a time of reflection. Again, I've, I've, as I've said, there are different places that celebrate it in, in different ways. I know um, some universities have powwows, you know, which would be a festival, celebrations, dancing, singing, things like that. For me and my family, it's more of just a day of, of reflection. I, I spend some time on social media, you know, uh, posting tips for how to teach in culturally appropriate and relevant ways about Native people. Um, I I also spent some time posting information about Columbus and saying, you know, Columbus didn't discover us. We were never lost. Um, In fact, he was lost, right, and ended up um, coming to lands where there were already Indigenous peoples. So for me, it's not out celebrating. It's more of a solemn occasion for reflection and deep thinking.
2: Susan Fairclough, it's been wonderful to talk with you. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for the invitation. Have a great day. A number of Northern Colorado communities, including the city of Boulder, will host events to commemorate Indigenous Peoples Day beginning this weekend. Before we get out of here, I just want to remind you that the first episode of the Colorado Dream Housing Wanted podcast drops today. Host Stephanie Daniel is back with a powerful third season focused on the dire housing situation affecting Colorado's mountain communities and how the people who live and work there are overcoming the very real challenges of finding a place to live that they can afford. Here's a sneak peek.
1: Home, it means different things to different people. But at its core, a home is a place for shelter and security. It's where we might raise a family, build wealth, and be part of a community. But finding a home, whether buying it or renting it, is really hard, and it's getting harder, especially here in Colorado's mountain resort communities, an outdoor enthusiast paradise in the playgrounds of the Rocky Mountains. I'm Stephanie Daniel, host of the Colorado Dream podcast from KUNC News. This season, we travel to three of the state's most popular mountain resort communities, Summit County, Route County, and Eagle County, where across the board, there simply isn't enough housing for the people who live there. We are so far behind in our housing needs. And rents have gone up and housing prices have gone up. Finding a house up here was extremely stressful. From restaurant servers to police officers to local doctors, it's hard for people at nearly every income level to find housing in mountain resort communities. 62% of my take home went to my rent. I shared a bedroom with uh, another girl for six months just to cut the cost. The housing challenges are growing.
2: We have more and more short-term rentals popping up.
1: Two-bedroom, three-bedroom. We didn't know and we didn't care. We needed a place to live. But so are the solutions. We view housing to be part of our infrastructure. I really want to live in a community where the teachers who are teaching my children also live. We couldn't really afford to live here, and it was really the deed-restricted condo that kept us here. Join me for a new season of the Colorado Dream as we investigate the housing challenges facing residents and perhaps most importantly, what community leaders are doing or not to find solutions. Season three, Housing Wanted, is coming October 6th to
2: KUNC.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, make sure you're also subscribed to our show so you're always in the know about what's happening in Northern Colorado. That's it for us today here on In The Know Co. We'll be back in your feed on Tuesday. Our theme music is by Colorado artist Robbie Reverb. Our producer is Jocelyn Mesa Miranda. Robin Vincent is our executive producer. I'm your host, Erin O'Toole. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.